Life is messy and I'm ready to feel it if you are. So welcome to Feel the Mess with Evie. Hello, it's me. Don't worry, my microphone is plugged in and we are recording from the microphone. I feel like I totally just jinxed myself, but it's fine. Um, I just want to say real quick that I was talking to a friend about this today and I just really want to say thank you for everyone who listens. It brings me so much joy to do these and it's been such a passion project and I really love that you're having fun following along and I'm having fun doing it. So just real quick, thank you. Um, uh, to start, welcome, welcome to Feel the Mess. Welcome my name is Phoebe. Um, thank you for joining in. I have a really fun episode planned out. I planned it kind of all this week and uh, we're going to talk about dating and not in like a broad sense of dating. I'm going to actually talk about how to date efficiently, how to date and be yourself and kind of literally do a deep dive in all things dating and like the intricacies of dating. Um, but first... Um, I need to clear up two things. The first one, I don't remember what episode it was, but I said something about the DM of messaging someone, I'm going to Whole Foods, do you need anything? And someone messaged me saying that that actually is a line from Aziz Ansari's show, Masters of None. And I was like, oh my God. So that's actually a thing that's out there. It's uh, season two, episode four. So I still think it's a pretty great one-liner that you want to throw out there. I was pretty clueless into where it came from. So if you still want to use it, I think it's fine. Second thing I need to clear up is my cousin um, texted me saying I needed to publicly apologize to Flower Boy because... I I mean, I don't think I was shitting on him for throwing up, but like I was like, who gets sick throwing up? I mean, who gets sick when they run? And then I happened to tell a story of when I got sick and ran. So uh, public apology. I guess people actually do get sick when they run. And I got a couple text messages saying that people have actually done that. So anywho, moving on. So this past weekend was Valentine's Day. And I want to say two things about it. One, I'm not like a Valentine's Day person. It's weird though because I love love, but I love love every day, not just on one day. Um, I happen to like Valentine's Day now because I made a pact to myself like three years ago that I was going to buy myself flowers every Valentine's Day. And now it's something that I actually really look forward to. And I like ball out on flowers and I love buying them for myself. So I hope you, I hope you buy yourself I hope you buy yourself flowers the next Valentine's Day or honestly buy yourself flowers tomorrow. Like who cares? Just buy yourself flowers. Um, okay. I saw my friend for the first time since October. And when I last saw her in October, it was the very, it was the day before the very first time I was going to Billy's house. Dun, dun, dun. And I remember talking to her and being with her and I was like so giddy and smiling and laughing and I was so excited. And it's just so crazy to think that in what, like four months, how much 
how many things have changed. But the one thing that I want to say about it is reflecting back on that time is I needed Billy to come into my life. Like I needed that. I needed to be pulled out of my dating funk. Like I had just been broken up with and broken up with my boyfriend. Like it was not, it, it was sad and I needed him to come into my life and like make me get excited about dating. And I know that the end of that story was like such a downer, but like the beginning of it was so great and I needed that in my life. So like, I don't regret anything that happened with him. I just kind of wanted to put that out there that that needed to happen in my life. And I like really value that he came into my life and taught me so many things. Um, so a little update on Peter Pow. First of all, I didn't actually make up his name. Um, he said that if he was on the podcast, he wanted to choose his name. And that was like his alias name. I actually don't remember where he told me it came from, but for the record, I didn't make it up. Um, but so we had a really fun date and I wanted to share it because I think it's a really fun Corona date. We went furniture shopping and it was, we didn't buy anything and we don't like live together obviously, but like it was so fun to like, like, like look at things and like laugh about things. And like, it was such a fun activity. And so I highly recommend that if you have a date, like go, go walk into some furniture stores. Like it was, it was such a blast. Um, and so this was the third time that we had hung out and we, uh, so today is a Tuesday and I'm actually seeing him tomorrow and we're going skiing all day. So by the time you're listening to this, maybe this has changed, but we have not kissed yet. And I was like thinking about it and I was like, why haven't, why haven't you wanted to kiss me? Like what? And so I'm a pretty bold person and I had kind of planned out the whole time that I was just going to ask him because I wanted to know. And I'm such a firm believer in like, if something's driving you crazy and you just want to know, I mean, it wasn't driving me crazy. Now I sound like a psychopath, but if like you're thinking about something over and over again, like just ask, just say it. So I texted him when I was drunk one night um, and I said, did you want to kiss me? And he said, yes you? And I said, yes. Okay. Night. (laughs) And then I said, no, just kidding. Like, why didn't you? And he was like, I don't know if this makes sense, but I just knew there would be another time. And I was like, my little heart just grew five sizes. That was so fucking cute. And it actually was really fucking nice because it's not like a purely sexual relationship. Like it's actually like getting to know someone and it's really, really so fun and nice and, and no pressure. And I kind of just wanted to put that out there because I was feeling weird about it. And then when I was thinking about it, I was like, this actually is really nice and such a change of pace. So that's where we're at with him. Okay. If I had a commercial, this is where I would put it, but I don't. So I'm just going to keep talking. Um, So I've obviously been dating and finding myself and it's kind of the first time that I'm, that I'm dating for me and not, and, and to find, to learn things about me. And I'm, and I'm so happy about it. And my roommate said something really interesting and I have a counter to this as well. So she said, we don't go looking for something if we already have it. 
And I thought about that and I thought about that a lot. And I was talking to another friend of mine and I said that to her and she was like, wait, I have a counter to this. She said, it's so healthy to just explore. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Like every time I meet someone, every time I talk to someone, every time I have a conversation, like I'm learning something about myself, like not even about the other person, but about me. And that's exactly what we all should be doing. Just talk to people. It, it helps. So I wrote down a whole bunch of topics that I think we can go over on dating specifically. First, you have to want it. You have to want to date. You have to want to put yourself out there and find someone. And I think that that's easier said than done. And I think a lot of people think that they want to find someone or at least talk to someone. But sometimes like when people start replying to you, you're like, wait, no, I actually don't want this. And, and I think those are the kind of, kind of situations where that person would be like, oh my God, wait, why is he texting me so much? And it's like, He's texting you or she's texting you because you're on a dating app or you're single and you're trying to mingle with someone over like over text or like virtually or whatever. So you have to actually deep down want to date. And I think that there's a couple steps to doing that. You have to one, know what you want. So we talked about this last time, write it down, write it down and settle for nothing less. Know what you want and like go out and find it. It's literally like finding a job. Like you have a resume. Your resume is your list of things that you want in a man and you go out and you're finding that, like you're finding that and you're trying to find the right match for you. And the other thing I'll say about this is don't just like someone back because they like you. Like it is nice for it. Like it's nice to get attention and it's nice to talk to someone and have someone to like cuddle with, but don't just like, don't just like them back because they like you actually like them because you enjoy their time and you want to talk to them. So that was kind of the first step in dating is like, you have to want it. The other things I have a couple other I don't really know what they are, but they're not even like to-dos. They're just things that I think are very important in dating. So how to be yourself when dating. I think this is hard. Uh, I think one, we are, we live in a world where we constantly see social media and social media is fake for anyone who hasn't told you that already. Social media is so fake. So you're always comparing yourself to someone, some other person, some other relationship, your friend's relationship, your friend, like how they look, whatever, like don't compare yourself, like just be you don't overthink it. Like just be you like you're going to find the person that's right for you because you're being yourself. If you're trying to act like something you're not, you're not going to find the right person. So don't overthink that text message. Don't overthink that photo that you're going to send someone. Like literally just, just be yourself. It took me so long to deeply understand the quote or whatever it is, like other people's opinions of you are none of your business. Like legit, who cares what other people think? Like just be yourself. If if you meet someone and they don't like you, that's awesome. That is actually brilliant. Like the greatest thing that could happen to you because you're weeding through all those fishies in the sea and you're going to get to that person faster. So when you get shut down, you can say, oh my God, thank you so much. You weren't for me either because my person wouldn't shut me down. Okay. How to be yourself, just be you. How to be vulnerable. I think it's really scary. And I think that I'm, I know that I'm 
oddly good at this, but I have a lot of other weaknesses. But being vulnerable is very hard for some people. So here's kind of how I do it. I say yes to basically everything. Like I say yes to a lot of things and I learn from each one and I learn something about myself. And even when something, when something makes you like a little scared or a little nervous, like first dates are so nerve wracking, like they still make me nervous. But like, that's when you know that like you're, you're in, you're in the right thing. You're doing it right. You're doing all the things or when you get those scared feelings, like you're kind of sweating a little bit, like you need to put extra deodorant on, like you're scared. Like that's when you know you're doing the right thing. Like, oh my God. I remember, oh my God. I remember when Hinge like first came out, I think I was maybe, I don't know. I had just graduated college. I was living at home. So let's say I was like 22, 23 years old. I had met a boy on Hinge and we went on three dates in Boston and they were like really fun dates. Like it was so fun. And then he told me he was moving back home to Dallas. And I was like kind of bummed. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, bye. A month later, he starts messaging me again and talking to me. And he was like, I really think you should come visit me. And meanwhile, in my life at this point, I had just auditioned for SoulCycle for the fifth time. And I had gotten a no. So I had just quit SoulCycle. I had needed like something happy to happen in my life. Like I kind of needed to get out of my head. And so I was like, you know what? Like, okay. So he was like, I have a, I have a wedding that I'm going to and I have a plus one. Do you want to come for the weekend? And since I was living at home, I came up to my parents and I was like, mom, dad, can I go? And for some reason they actually said yes. So thank you mom and dad for letting me do kind of all the things. So got a ticket, got on a plane. I had met this boy three times and I got off the plane. We like hugged and literally from like the second I got in the car, I just knew he wasn't my person. Like, and I still had the whole weekend left to go. Like, I just knew we weren't meant to be, but you know what? Like we had a fun weekend. We literally hadn't even kissed yet. We had a fun weekend. We went to the wedding. We learned we were not for each other. We learned more things about ourselves. He wound up sleeping on the couch. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, it actually was the first time that I watched MMA because he took me to like a bar to watch a Conor McGregor fight. And I was like, wait, I actually love this. So I learned a lot about myself that weekend. And honestly, it's a great story. So again, how to be vulnerable. I say yes to basically everything. Even if a guy is talking to me and I'm like, ah, I don't really like love you, but like maybe I still talk to him because you never know. And like even talking to someone is scary. So it's still putting yourself out there and learning how to feel that afraid feeling without like running away. Um, listening to your gut and listening to your butterflies and feeling like what that feels like. So your feelings are always so valid. Your feelings are real and your feelings don't ever lie. Like that is, that is a fact. Like the way that you feel is the way that you feel for a reason. And that's, that's how you feel in that moment. And, and that's it. So butterflies are so real. And actually my new favorite word is giddy, but butterflies are so real. And you feel them. Like you feel that like little tiny sensation throughout your body. And like, that's when you know that like talking to a person and when you, when their name pops up on your phone and you smile and when you're, when you're hanging out with them and like you accidentally touch your hands and you're like, 
Like that's when you know like you're on the right path. So always listen to those feelings going on inside of you. Um, How to say what you're trying to say and like actually saying what's on your mind. So I think this really ties into being emotional and why it's amazing. Um, I love being emotional. I love being vulnerable. But what I love more is actually sharing those feelings and, and really trying to express myself so clearly to the person that I want to hear these feelings. I think we live in a generation where we screenshot text messages and we send them to our friends and we're like, what do I say? And we screenshot pictures and we're like, what does this mean about a person? And we're like, I have this dream. What does it mean? And I have these feelings like, like blah, 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 blah. Like those are all feelings that you should be talking to the person that you're feeling those feelings about. I don't know if that sentence made sense, but I am such a firm believer in like being bold and letting it all out there. For the number, I mean, there's plenty of reasons, but for the number one reason that if you're more yourself and you share more of your thoughts and feelings with that person, you'll learn faster about if that's if about if that person is your person. Like does does that make sense? Like you'll learn faster if you're more open and you're more yourself. Like if you just like keep on like playing games and like wasting your time, like that's exactly what you're doing. Like you're wasting your time. Like if you like someone, tell them. If you if you're if you had a funny dream about them, tell them. If you want them to kiss you, tell them. Like I don't know why we live in in, in such a generation where like we're trying to like be the cool one or hide our feelings. Like no dude, like feelings are fucking cool and I think that we should talk about them to the person that we're feeling them towards. Like make someone blush, like say a compliment to someone, like do that, like do more of that. Um, that got me sweating. Um, so why ghosting sucks and why I would never do it and what I say instead. Ghosting is, I, I, I could do a whole episode on ghosting. Um, I have been ghosted. I know every every single person I've had communication with has been ghosted. I would never ghost someone. Like, I think, actually, let me take that back. <laughs> I think it comes to a point where I would never ghost someone. If I had a two text message conversation with someone over a dating app and I just like really want to be done, fine. Like, I don't have to talk to that person anymore. But if I... I'm like having a real conversation with someone and they know facts about me and they know things about my life and I know things about their life. Like I would never ghost someone. And like if I've actually met you in person, I would never ghost you. So I tell people like maybe too much honesty, honestly, (laughs) but I think they deserve it. And like that's what I would want in return. Like if someone doesn't like me or someone doesn't want to keep hanging out with me, like I want to know why, or at least I just want to know and move on. Like It's honestly never usually you. It's always like them. I think I actually said that backwards. I don't actually know. It's usually on me. Like if I don't want to talk to them anymore, it's usually on me and has nothing to do with that person. So I think in the end, we're all trying to find like our missing piece that fits just right. 
fucking like Goldilocks. She wants the porridge that's just right. We're all trying to find that thing, that person that is just right. And you telling the wrong person, your honesty helps push them towards their right porridge, towards their right person. (laughs) Same thing. Um, Like it just helps people. And I think that we should really kind of be accustomed to like helping people and being more open. So honestly, like an actual text I've sent to someone, he, he wanted to hang out again after our first date. And I really didn't want to, I was like, we're just not meant to be. So I said, thank you so much. I had a great time, but like, I just don't really think we're a match. I hope you understand. And I think I said the word match because I was watching, are you the one? And like, we weren't a perfect match. (laughs) Um, but like he didn't reply. He wound up blocking me, but like, whatever, like I did my due diligence of like putting it out there into the world that like, that's that he wasn't for me. And like, that's okay. So please don't ghost people. I don't think it's nice. I don't think it's right. I think there's like a point where you just really shouldn't do it. And last thing. So being empathetic. I think this is probably one of my favorite words in the world. And to me, what it means is I think kind of being there for someone and when someone's going through a hard time and you're saying, oh no, I'm so sorry, like blah, 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 blah. Like that's just being there for them. But being empathetic is more like I will sit in your sadness with you and I will take that burden of like sadness off of your shoulders and I will put some of that sadness onto my shoulders with you. Like I will feel this with you. I won't try and make you feel better. I'll just feel this with you. And so The reason why I kind of wanted to end on being empathetic is because I think we need to all be a little bit more empathetic while dating. And I think it's such like a, I was literally just about to say it's such a cutthroat industry because like, honestly, it is an industry now. Like it's like a billion dollar industry of dating. Like there's dating apps, like everything like that. Like it's crazy. It's an industry and it's so cutthroat. And I think that we all need to like take a step back be a little more empathetic. Think about, hey, how would I want to be treated in this situation? And remember, like, come back to the point that, like, we are all in this together. We are all dating for the same reason. We all want to find that perfect match. We all want to find the porridge that sits just right. Like, we all want that significant other that's our missing piece. And I think that if we were a little bit more empathetic to other people like that we're dating or that our friends are dating, like I think that it would just become a lot easier. And so I wanted to end on that. I know that I kind of just talked really fast about a lot of things dating, but I think it's really important. And so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm excited to tell you if Peter Pow and I have kissed or not. Um, can't wait to share that story. Um, and yeah, I hope you're living your messiest life and I'll see you next week.